Thank you so much for calling. We, we do appreciate it, and we're so excited that you're coming to Roar on the Shore. Um, you have so many fans out here. But before I go any further, I just want to pass along our deepest condolences to you and your family uh, regarding the recent passing of your father. Thanks, I appreciate it. From watching so many seasons of Pawn Stars, um, kind of felt like we really got to know the old man. Was he was he any different off camera? Well, I mean, he had, um, he was grumpy all the time, but uh, he had his soft spots. I mean, it was just it was just the, the rough exterior. Um, underneath, he was a complete softy. He would never admit it, though. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, it sounds like a you know kind of a dad thing. Um, so the 15th season of History Channel's Pawn Stars uh, recently wrapped up, correct? Uh, we wrapped up in uh, uh, January, basically. Right. And we start filming uh, in a couple months. Uh, for the 16th season? Uh, yeah, whatever it is at this point. It's just sort of a... <laughs> hard to keep track, huh? Um, yeah, we've had uh, we've done over 500 episodes, so. Wow. Uh, did you ever imagine that, I mean, a decade later, um, that you would still be doing the show? Uh, no. I mean, I literally thought we'd get a season or two. Um, I thought, you know, I wanted to do the show just because I thought it was going to help out business. Um, I had no idea it would turn into this. And I mean, it's so popular. Um, it stays popular. It still reruns like no sh other show. Um, and you know, I, I think there's, there's a few different reasons. People really like my family. The uh, uh, people love to learn. They just like to learn from their uncle and not a professor. Mm -hmm. And um, I think that's probably the main reason why. It's just you know, I can make uh, I can make history. Um, Interesting and funny all at the same time. Yes, again. And I and I really am that nerd. I, don't ask me anything about popular culture because I just don't know anything about it. Okay. Well, um, now fans have seen some some wild stuff come in the shop, um, the gold and silver pawn shop over the course of the show, and I'm sure there's tons of stuff that we've never seen that are just crazy. But after being in the business for so long, does it still surprise you what people think is important or valuable? Um, no, because I'm just so used to it. I mean, you try to, I mean, like the one joke I tell all the time is like when uh, you have a, a young lady walk in the shop and she's been told her whole life that grandma had a perfect diamond and now that she's got grandma's diamond and she comes in the shop, I'm saying, no, it's not a perfect diamond. It's a bad diamond and grandpa was cheap. Oh. <laughs> Awkward. I know, and then they get mad at me like I'm the bad guy, not grandpa. Wow. Do you just, do you ever get some truly off-the-wall stuff, like, um, I don't know, a jar full of toenails or something? No, we get, I mean, it's like almost a date. Um, people ask me all the time, do you ever get shocked? I'm like, no, because I'm just so used to the bizarre stuff. Uh, you know, like a 1,200-year-old Viking bracelet or like... Uh, it, it, just, it just never ends. I mean, that's the great thing about my show, too, and that's one of the reasons why I think it's successful. It's like, if you have a show about motorcycles, there's only so many things you can do to a motorcycle before it gets pretty boring. With my show, it truly is different every week. You know, just, I mean, I've had, um, I'm sure I've, one guy came in once with a home electroshock therapy kit. Nice. <laughs> Yeah, 
guy from the 1930s. I got a uh, just the quack medicine. Just, there's just so much neat stuff out there. Everything from art to jewelry to weird cars, weird weird motorcycles. It's a little bit of weird everything. Yeah. Looking ahead to, speaking of motorcycles, looking ahead to the 12th annual Roar on the Shore here in Erie, um, what made you want to step in to be the Grand Marshal? Um, they asked me, and I thought it sounded like fun because uh, I've been riding motorcycles since I've been 12 years old. Mm-hmm. Um, matter of fact, just last month, uh, me and my son Corey and a bunch of friends, we rode 1,500 miles on our bikes. Wow. Just cross country, just because he could. Well, we went from Vegas and took this uh, crazy, weird route all the way to my ranch in Oregon. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I ride a, you know, I put, I do probably three or four uh, trips on my motorcycle every year that are over a thousand miles. So what do you typically ride? Oh, I, I have a lot of motorcycles. Usually I, I, I have a, a Triumph Tiger, that's my adventure bike, I ride that, I have a, if there's going to be a lot of dirt, I have a Kawasaki KLR um, um, Enduro I ride, or uh, it's all roads, I'm just going to ride my Road King, mm-hmm. my Harley. So I, I ride everything. I mean, I have, uh, I probably got like 15 bikes. Wow. Whatever suits the day. Sure. A bike for every mood. <laughs> yeah. Now, uh, I believe I believe you're good friends with Danny the Count Poker. Um, yep. He was our Grand Marshal in 2014, and uh, also his band, Count 77, played. Um, has he offered you any advice? Um, no, it's been, I was hanging out with him all day uh, Sunday. Um, but he, uh, no, I mean, it's just a, it's a motorcycle event. I've been to a million of them, so I think I got this down. Okay. <laughs> Rule one, don't fall off the bike. I think that's that's all you need to know. Well, I've done that. I think I've got that figured out after all the times I have in the past. Uh, yeah. Because <laughs> you know there's two kinds of motorcycle riders, those who crash and those who will. Yeah. <laughs> well, it should be a, a cool event. I mean, there's there's thousands of people that line up on the side of the streets and, and wave and uh, kids have more American uh, I hear flags. it's an absolute ball. I hear it's an absolute ball. It's just that it's... Um, there's not many uh, motorcycle events that are bigger, so I hear it's going to be just an absolute blast. Now, when you come here, um, are you in the market for buying more bikes? If you see something, will you make an offer? Uh, maybe if I could resell it, if I try to bring one home, um, my wife might kick me out of the home if I have another motorcycle in the garage. <laughs> okay, say no more. Um, yeah. <laughs> But, I mean, I guess that's another question, too. I mean, uh, now that you're, because the show is so popular, people must recognize you all the time. Uh, do people just walk up to you? Oh, it's like I'm the biggest fan in the world. Can I take a picture? Of them? And I go, like, can I, let, let me um, swallow my food first. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I, I, like, I, I almost always try and take the pictures for the kids, at least. Um, <laughs> It's, I guess it's, uh, it's part of the job, so uh, I usually take it in stride. Uh, sure. When I, when I have a few months off from filming, uh, I immediately stop shaving and get a big bushy beard going and uh, wear a shade, hat and a shade all the time, so it's not as bad. Oh, sure. Okay. That, that must work. Sort of, sometimes, but I, I still have this big bald head. Oh. 
anything else people should know about before you, you come on out here? Um, no, let's just uh, have a really good, great time on the bikes and drink after your ride, not before. Well, I really, I really appreciate you uh, calling in and uh, safe travels out here. Like I said, we're really excited that you're coming, um, and we can't wait for you to bring on the roar. Okay, I can't wait. So I'll see you then.